that's how I found y'all because mm-hmm. I was trying to like connect to like shit that would be cool. And my homeboy told me, he was like, oh, it's like two dudes, two two brothers like do some beards and rap shit. I was like, oh, that's fire. That's yeah. how I found it. That's how we started That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. Welcome to Beers and Bars, your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and, of course, great beer. I'm Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Shout. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode with the brother from Chicago, Mr. Rashid Hadi, producing Rashid and rapper. Hadi. Producing rapper extraordinaire. Make sure you check for us everywhere Instagram, um, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Beers and Bars at Beers and Bars. Make sure you. Yeah stream the podcast you know what i'm saying on apple and yes. spotify make stream sure you subscribe it. as well and follow us there make sure you also subscribe to the youtube channel beers and bars all that kind of good stuff um we are here today though we got a new guest uh first time on the show uh we're gonna let him introduce himself and we're gonna talk to him about a couple of things today you know what i'm saying so my man go ahead and introduce yourself to the people i'm Dolo swap simple as that what's happening Hey. Yo, I'm a the the convergio of raw audio, man. <laughs> Don't know smoke. That part, yeah, that man. part. True, true, um, true. Yeah, man, we connected a while back just through IG. I th- I'm not sure who stopped following who first from Beers and Bars, you know what I'm saying, or, mm-hmm. or how. But I, I think what happened is one time I saw you just – I didn't know what your profile was about, but one day I saw you rapping just at the laptop or whatever, just, you know what I'm saying, you recorded a live joint of you rapping. I'm like, damn. My man's is my man's is nice, you know what I'm saying. Then a couple weeks that. back, you hit the inbox and was you know um, like yeah man I got a new project coming out, and, and I checked the project at first it was just on YouTube. I'm like yo Kamal, I think I sent Kamal a link. So I'm like hey, we might have to check bro out. Bro 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 is is, is actually dope. So you know what I'm saying MC, um, where you originally yeah. from? I'm originally well technically I was born in Connecticut. My family's from Hartford, Connecticut, but okay. I moved to North Carolina when I was five. So I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. Okay. Word, That's word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk to him about his uh, new project. Come on, what's the name? What's the name of the project? Uh, the Filthy Poet. Filthy Poet Tate? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. We're also talking about um, Nate Parker, uh, his uh, latest film, American Skin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and kids, uh, <laughs> kids, man, kids. I got kids in the crib, man. It's and, uh, what else? 2021 predictions. 2021 predictions. 2021 predictions. Yeah, I'm saying y'all thoughts on what's gonna happen uh, this year, maybe musically. You know, what I'm saying who gonna who gonna kill it. You know, what I'm saying any kind of predictions or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, we gonna kick it out first, man. We go. We gonna we gonna talk about some brews as always. You know, what I'm saying we go to our guest. First, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dolo said that he actually, you know, uh, you worked in the, in the beer industry. Tell us about that, yeah. Yeah, let, let's, let's start that first. Tell us about that journey. Bet, so back in, uh, I moved to New York City back in 2016 from Raleigh. Mm-hmm. And I worked in a, a barbecue restaurant down there that had like a cool beer selection, but it wasn't like, it wasn't extravagant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the manager at the time was real heavy on getting people to know the beer. So that was my, kind of my introduction into learning about beer. Okay. Um, and also just that North Carolina period, whether you're in the triangle where I was at, or especially out in Asheville is, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a hub for a lot of dope breweries and the, the beer community. So once I started working at the spot, 
getting acquainted with the culture of it. Then I started exploring the different breweries and spots in Raleigh that I was into. And within like, I don't know, a couple of years, I was off to New York. And once I got to New York, I landed a gig at a brew, uh, oh, not a brewery, but a, a beer bar in Manhattan. And for the past five years, I kind of just kind of moved in that industry exclusively. Man. True, yeah. true. What's your uh, favorite beer? Do you have a favorite beer? Favorite brand? Style, whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean, style. I always, in terms of like, I always say like, whatever, whatever style it is, I want an extreme version of that. Mm. So I'm into whatever it is, but if it's a stout, I want it. I want an imperial stout. I want it heavy. I want it. I true, want it. True. Chocolate nibs, cocoa nibs, <laughs> vanilla, whatever you got, throw it in there. If it's a sour, I want it. I want it that that sour to really punch through. If right. it's, it's a fruited sour, I want it, the same thing. All the berries, mm-hmm. apricots, are, and the same thing just down the line. So I'm, I'm, if I had to pick up my favorite style, I probably would say a good imperial stout with a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of additives. But or or I, I really like sour IPAs too. It's a spot up in New York, a little bit out of uh, out of the city called Hudson Valley, and they do a great job with uh, fruited sour IPAs and fruited sour double IPAs. And so That's some of those two are just like out of this world. Word up, word up. Um, what you drinking on today, man? There we go. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm uh, tapping into new territory, man. I recently kind of relocated to another town up here in, uh, in Providence. I'm in Providence, Rhode Island, right now. Mm-hmm. Literally got here yesterday. So wow. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm playing the, uh, I'm playing the, you know, the grab and go game, and I'm just looking for labels and names I don't recognize and snatching them up. So I got this is a joint called Battery Steel Brewing. This is the Flume Double IPA. I checked it out on Untapped. There you the ratings go. looked all right, so I said, "All right, cool. Let me snatch that." And it's good, man. It's solid for real. Right on, hey, right I'm on. Feel, I am definitely feeling that that whole because look, I don't want to say I'm a snob yet because I, I don't want to be a snob. But when I be in the store and I be grabbing beers, I'm definitely checking on Beer Advocate and Untapped, just trying to get a general feel for what somebody is saying. What I've come to notice is it's kind of just like movies and anything else as well. Like sometimes that opinion might influence, you know, how I feel about right. it. So lately I've just been just grabbing, you know, if it yeah. the cannon look good and I want to try it out, I just go ahead and grab it. So I'll, I'll go out today. I'm drinking um, Pollyanna Brewings. This, uh, they actually are out. They got three locations here. I think St. Charles, Lamont, and another location. But this is called their, uh, it's a personal chain letter, or the name of it is personal chain letter. It's an imperial stout with vanilla bean added, and this joint is at 11% ABV. So, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully, Turn uh, up then. Hey man, you know if we don't do it, we gotta do it. You feel me? <laughs> True. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. 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 Sure. So I'm having uh, Velocity of Light. I've had this on the show before. Yeah. Um, I decided to go with like a crazy Velocity of Light type situation, just because we're talking to someone today that is very in tune with uh, with the with the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Let them know. Right, very Let metaphysical know. with that with the third eye situation. You know what I'm Let saying? Let them know. <laughs> so um, this is a double dry hopped oat India pale ale. Uh, this is at seven percent ABV. You know what I'm saying? I got the uh, Revolution Brewing Cup today. The League of Heroes joint. Word. Tight. But uh. Yeah, this man. Cheers, cheers to y'all, man. Cheers yeah, to man. y'all. Let's, let's cheers to cheers, everyone, man. Up, man. I, oh, I, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all bringing me on for real, man. Cheers, absolutely. Yeah, man. Uh, so this, let's just let's jump right into uh, it, man. Um, your project, uh, the Filthy Poet Tape. 
Is that what it's yes, called? Sir. 50 Poet or 50 Poet Take? 50 Poet Take. Yeah, 50, 50 Poet Take. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, um, where, where, what, what, why now? Why, uh, why this project now? Um, uh, you say you don't have any project before this, right? No, it's the first one, yeah. And it's so short. Why? Why? I, it left me <laughs> wanting more. You know That's what I'm good. saying? I tell you. Um, why, for such a time as this, why, why come out with this tape now? So, I really, man, I really hadn't even been doing music for a long time. I've been rapping since I was a kid. Um, I've kind of, my creative kind of journey is taking me different places. I've kind of, I've been in the stand-up world for, for a while and kind of, touched a bunch of different stuff. And so Word. with COVID running through New York City the way it did, and that being that I was a bartender, it kind of, straight up, my gigs kind of just dried up. Mm. And I was kind of sitting around trying to just keep my head in, you know, in a good place. And doing that, I kind of brought myself back to kind of my creative home, which was rap. So for the first time in years, I just went back down and started writing, started writing. And I actually... Um, this kind of answers the question of why it's so short. I actually wrote and recorded a whole other album, a whole other like 13, 13 records out of a whole album. But I was writing every day just as a habit to write every day, write every day. I wrote the whole album. I recorded the whole album. And once I was putting the final touches on that, uh, I just kept writing every day. And after about two or three days, I looked up and I had this other bundle of like six, seven joints. And I was like, maybe I should put this out before I put that other album out. Mm. So it was really kind of hasty. It wasn't even really planned or, or you know, plotted out or anything. I just kind of looked at it. I liked it. And I was like, you know what? Let that fly. Word. Um, who's producing, man? Bro, I'm sourcing beats from all over. I know y'all out in Chicago. Y'all got some musical geniuses out there. So if you know anybody <laughs> tapping them things, send them my way. But I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm sourcing them for where I can find them. I'm finding, I'm finding dope, uh, dope producers anywhere, man. Word, word. Okay, okay, okay. I, I thought maybe you might have been up. working with like one main producer for this project, but I feel what you're saying, though. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. What else? Uh. You know what? We could just jump right into the lyrics, man. Um. That's what. That's what I want to do. Let's do it. <laughs> well, first yeah, of man. all, so go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, man. I'm. I'm. I'm definitely a big fan of the tape, just from a lyrical standpoint. Um, I, I like you? a lot of thoughts, huh? Can I pause you for a second before you can get yeah. out? Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. What's yeah. each of your favorite? What's each of your favorite joint on the on the tape? Mine is easily uh, Palladio, G. Easily, mine is easily Palladio. Even though even though it's like seventeen seconds long, that's your shit. It definitely <laughs> needs to be longer, but but easily, easily, it's Palladio, G. I mean, Bro, I it reminded me. I don't know if you really mess with uh, Jay Elect, but it remind like the beginning of it definitely reminded me of Jay Elect's cadence. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, I'm trying to see that's the one that's the one I didn't write down because I like the whole thing, so it's hard to pick out lines from it. Because I mean, I like the way it started. Um, I'm trying to remember right now how it started. But with uh, the, uh, I don't know who is the who is the comedian there? Who is that? I don't want to misname somebody. Like who who was at the beginning of the album? The person that's talking. So that's a clip from one of the most brilliant uh, comedic performances. It's a 
It's called, uh, I forget the actual name of it, but it's Whoopi Goldberg, and it's her first uh, okay. HBO special. Wow. I want to say her name. It's from like, 19, it's from like 1985, I'm like, this bro. like Whoopi. Yeah. It's I, brilliant. I did, if you can find I, it, it's brilliant. Now, I knew who it was because I follow you on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Right. So oh. I want to explore, <laughs> but, but before seeing that post, I definitely couldn't place who it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. I definitely right. could not place who it was. If you get a chance, go, like, go watch it. Sound man. like a yeah. whoopee. <laughs> yeah, man, that's exactly so, what. Was. Um, fiasco. I would have to, say, to answer this question. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that I think that fiasco is my father. Is one of I because I, I've sat with this a couple times now. So and every time I think it's a different joint. Um, but I think fiasco is my father. Is probably my favorite joint and probably blood on the Capitol steps. You know what I'm saying? That's what's um, up. Those. Those are probably my two favorites, G. So to answer your question, That's what's yeah. up. go ahead, come on. Yeah, mine would be uh, Fiasco is my father, Holy Stoli, um, Blood on the Capitol Steps, and Palladio. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Palladio, That's the whole tape. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> but Palladio yeah, is yeah. definitely <laughs> Palladio is definitely number one. I mean, I think it's good, um, lyric wise and beat wise. Um, I think it just needs to be longer. I'm ready for the new project. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I definitely, I definitely think um, like a lot of times you hear artists that like newer artists that's rapping uh, like the way you do. You know, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of layering in it. It's a lot of things in there, and you can easily miss it if you're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. And right. a lot of times. Some of those artists, I've heard artists that don't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it might sound good, but they're not really making a lot of sense. They they really just like saying some stuff. But you really actually making sense. And that's what really pulled me into it to, to even say, you know what? I agree with having him on the show. Because otherwise, mm -hmm. if I didn't like it, I'd be like, uh, uh, this yeah, is going to be a rough one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But um, I get it. But um, Fiasco is my father. Um, I immediately, obviously, thought of Lupe Fiasco. But mm -hmm. listening to it, you find out that that's that I don't think that's what it is. Uh, I it sounded more to me like, uh, and you tell you correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded more like the idea of a fiasco, just craziness. Uh, you inheriting that those issues, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm. Let me know. Expound on that. Why do you call that joint fiasco as my father? Uh, so believe it or not, it has a few different meanings. Uh, and you, you kind of definitely hit on a few of them. Um, if people ask me my top five, top ten all the time. Um, big pun. T.I., Tupac. Those don't really leave my top five. The fifth spot can switch day to day. But the number one spot, no one on this planet raps better than Lupe Fiasco. And y'all Chicago dudes. Hey, man. So, I, was hoping, I was hoping that was okay. That's that like, OT's boy, man. <laughs> don't nobody rap better than him. So then I, I kind of, even when I wasn't really doing music um, for, for a period, I kind of just would use that. Uh, that kind of like a, a, a 
an idiom, I guess. I would say Fiasco is my father, like Sons of Lupe, because I don't think a lot of people give Lupe the credit for really being a dude that my generation of people were really looking at. You know, I think mm. certain people, I think people give Kanye a lot of that credit. But the way I look at it, I think Kanye kind of opened a door to a hallway, and then other people went in there and, like, set up rooms in that hallway. Mm. Like, okay. Okay. you know, Kanye opened a, a hallway for, like, Kid Cudi to go set up a room at, and that's his room. There's a lot of people that kind of, you know, are in that Kid Cudi room. And there's a lot of people in that Lupe room, but that people don't, you know, if, yeah, you're not the street dude, you're not the that thing, that don't, but you were a hyper lyrical rapper, that don't really go back to Kanye West. That goes back to the other dude from Chicago. And I don't I think know. a lot of people give him that mm-hmm. credit. So that's definitely one of the meanings. The other one is just um, kind of out of, I mean, I've lived a pretty like, uh, my life's been kind of taking me all over the place, you know what I'm saying? And so a lot of that comes in a lot of things that are birthed mm-hmm. out of, mm-hmm. you know, shit not going the way it should go all the time, but, you know, you come out the other side of it. So mm-hmm. fiasco in that way. And then also, yeah, there's, there's a few different meanings to it, but you, you was pretty much on point. Word, word. You was pretty word. much on point. Word up, word up. Yeah, G, um, I was, I, I, when listening to you and me being a super duper fan of Lupe, I was like, yo, this has to be, like, I, I don't be wanting to use that term, sons of and all that, but you're right. If I, me listening to you, I'm like, yo, I can tell, like, yo, he, Lupe definitely was probably somebody that, you know, like he, you know, Absolutely. had an admiration and whatnot. Um, uh, she pro, well, she was, she pro Aryan tell Karen to stop staring in, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, entendres, all praise to the line, like, Emmett up in the end zone, like, stuff like that. Thinking about yeah. those, like if you don't, if you if you weren't in tune with people, um, kind of throwing shade at Emmett Smith and saying he wasn't great, it was his offensive line that if you're not exactly. in tune with that, that bar is gonna, you know what I'm saying? I, you got a a Dan Gable bar, like nobody watching MMA, like like you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you pulling from all these different areas was what I really enjoyed the most, and you gotta kind of. You gotta like come on say you gotta kinda catch a lot of stuff you're saying. Like if you're yeah, just right. not really listening with the ear, you know, you're gonna you're gonna miss yeah. a lot of that. So yeah, man. Yeah. Right on. I definitely yeah. um like it took me a few listens and but like those are the those are the albums that I like, you know what I'm saying? For yeah. a long time. Um and OT you might know this, but for a long time, uh Common Sense, One Day at All Makes Sense was my favorite album. Because that's my favorite common album. That's my yeah, favorite common yeah. album. Um, because um, every time I listen to it for a long time, every time I listen to it, I would hear something new that I hadn't heard before. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, yo, I never caught that before. That's crazy. And um, you know, you got lines on here. You know, I like the uh, spark in the dark, something like John McClane in the vent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruh, you know, uh, uh, Right, right. Uh-oh. Nasty. You see what I'm saying? Uh, could go line for line like Burberry. Hello, Jerry. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. these new men. I'm like, yep. yo, he going crazy. You know what I'm saying? He going crazy, G. Uh, I need to get, I need to yo, get two more bills. I just talk to y'all on night. Y'all getting all that. I'm fucking that. <laughs> bro, no, that's oh, he going crazy, yeah, bro. But, um, going crazy, right? but even with that line, all these new men trying to show out like Truman, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's those double entendres. Keep it going, right? I'm like, yep. okay, this man, this man rapping for real. 
this man rapping. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I leave you and your clan to hang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, crazy, crazy. You shit. never, you never, you never sipping at uh Frank Max room again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what happened there? What's going on? What what happened there, man? You know, really, bro, that's just, it was just a uh, regular, just restaurant, what? bar industry. It was, it was a bar I worked at. Um, I, I used to drink at a lot. Me and my homies would go there and drink. It was like across the street from a spot I worked at, so we drank there a lot. The bar I worked at closed, and then the, like, the head bartender over there was like, yo, come work over here. And I was there for probably like two months. They just had an asshole manager dude that was just one of them people you just see like, he talked to people crazy, and you like, he ain't said nothing to me crazy yet, but it's only a matter of time, and I right. already know I ain't going for it. And it just was one of them things. Right. He said some dumb shit, and it was like, you know what? I ain't that dude to talk to like that, brother. So that's True all, that. you know what I'm saying? True that. I feel you. I feel you. No crazy mean and just deep personal fuck you shit. That's all. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to ask you that question, though. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. But yeah, man. Um... Yeah, man. I want to talk I, if you don't mind. I, I want to talk a little bit about um, just how you are. You like an avid reader? Do you read? You know, whether it be articles, books, or because a lot of the stuff that you kind of dabble into on this joint, even like a song like "Blood on the Capitol Steps," I can tell that was like how like I can tell you probably just watching what was happening there in that event, that crazy shit, and was just inspired to you know. So like, what does your inspiration come to 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 come up with some of these lines that are on this tape, you know, like, are you just a person who sits back and analyzes stuff there and writes your thoughts on it? Like, I feel like this is like, a lot of stuff is very philosophical within this project, you know what I mean? So, I guess I mean, speak on that song. For that one, for, for Blood on the Capitol Steps specifically, that's exactly what happened. I woke up, I write in the morning. I pretty much, I just, I just wake up, yeah. and that's pretty much the first thing I do. That's, I guess that's when my head is the clearest, so like, you know what I'm saying? I, for whatever reason, I write in the morning. So I woke up and I'm just, I got my headphones on and I'm just rolling through beats, trying to find one that speaks to me. And then with one hand and the other hand scrolling Twitter, and all of a sudden you see some white dude pop up with a raccoon horn hat. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? And they're like, right. oh. So right. as I'm scrolling Twitter watching it, I found this beat and I wrote it right there. I wrote that song in like 10 minutes. That's probably the fastest mm. I ever wrote a song because mm. I was just literally watching what was going on and it was just real. The, the word for that song that stuck out to me, it just it was real hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? You have, mm -hmm. um, you know, these people who feel like their rights are being infringed on or their whatever is being uh, uh, taken advantage of. But there's a whole other group of people who felt like that, who have felt like that, but more more acutely felt like that months, a few months ago. So wh where was all of this, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. for that freedom? Their freedom don't mean the same thing. And then on the second mm -hmm. half, it's like, or the second verse, at least, the hypocrisy of like, y'all, y'all gotta shut down schools because you don't have funding. You gotta do all this, and you send all this. You know, people don't have PPE equipment in this, this pandemic because you don't have the funding, and all this funding goes to defense and defending the country. But motherfuckers just took over the U.S. Capitol. Where was all that? But you know what I'm saying? So all that money for, for defense. That, how just, did you not budget to cover blood? <laughs> I wrote you know, that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, but in general, though, um, you know, I, I, I read a lot until, I, I say I read a lot until you meet somebody who read a lot, like a writer, like a journalist, like mm. me, you're like, oh, I don't read a lot. Like, you hear about, oh, I read like 
80 books a year. You'd be like, damn, I don't read it all. So wow. I don't know, but I'm, I'm just, a, right. I'm definitely like an observer. That's kind of just, I, I, I take in a lot of info. I do read a, probably way more articles than the average person, but mm-hmm. I, I can't say I'm a super, super duper reader, but I'm just an observer and I try to take in what's going on around me. I think that's just my nature. Okay. So true before that, we move that. on to the next topic, let's let's just ask what's next, man. What what what's your plans, you know, before we move on? What what's out outside of this? I mean, I guess two parts. How has the reception been? And then what's next? Reception's been cool, man. Um, like I said, I've probably been rapping my whole life and I've never actually put out a project. Uh I got homies, my homie Ed, my homie Art, they got holes cds from when i was like 15 16 they still got that old stuff but the world's never heard it so what's interesting is this the first time i've ever had uh like strangers react to my music you know what i'm saying i'm seeing people who i don't know hearing it how they how they Mm -hmm. uh they react to it so for me uh that's like the that's probably the biggest takeaway is being able to have you know connect with people like y'all who are like this well about dan gabriel what the fuck is this about like shit like that is real dope you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Um, and the reception's been cool. Uh, in, in terms of what's next, I'm still writing. The idea is probably to put another project out in probably like August. I'm looking to put another like EP out mm-hmm. in August and try to build up to a, a broader a broader uh, collection of records, either towards the end of the year or around this time next year. Okay. But, Word. Yeah, Word. Man. Nah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. I definitely appreciate appreciate you know what you've given thus far you know what i'm saying I, i'm looking i'm looking on that piff to see if it's some old stuff you know what i'm saying but hey, yeah you look, you look, you that's what's funny there's some <laughs> shit out there from like way back if you can find my old myspace page don't be shocked what you see <laughs> yeah true true why why the name dolo swope man where did that yeah. come from um so Kind of like I said earlier, I've done stand-up, I've done comedy, I've dabbled in like screenwriting, I've kind of done a few different things, and it was a period, I never even t- intended to use it as like a stage name, I was just, I was, uh, I, I got on IG, so I got on Instagram and just needed a name, and around that time I was trying to, I was kind of like thinking about what exactly am I, it sounds weird to say, but I'm like, I'm not just like a rapper, I can do that, but I'm also uh, a, a comic, so like where does this where does what I do, and I kind of just landed on the idea of the, a, a filthy poet, really from watching Dolomite. Y'all seen Dolomite? True. Yeah, if you true. ever watch, if you ever watch Rudy Ray Moore stand up, yes, yes. it's some of the most brilliant shit because it's like this ain't really stand up. You're not really doing stand up comedy. There's a yeah. there's a poetic yeah. nature to it. Yeah. But it's not poetry. Like what is this? Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I landed on the term uh, filthy poet. Whoopi Goldberg, go watch her. She was a those are filthy poets. You hear the Richard Pryor clip on there. Richard Pryor is a filthy poet. Mm-hmm. You kind of elevate what you do to a certain. Nas is a filthy poet. Jay Leck is filthy poets. That's that's how I, um, I conceptualize it in my mind. Yeah. Um. So the mm. so the Dolo short for Dolomite, filthy poet. Mm. Mm. And then the the Swope also comes from a movie. It's a movie called Putney Swope. From like oh 19... word wow I ain't heard that I ain't heard wow yeah that's where Putney Swope comes from oh that's where the Swope comes from it's from Putney Swope whoa that's a uh, black man. film right 
I ain't heard I ain't heard that name in so long. I, I forget I forget exactly what that was, but I know that I know that name, that title. Dang, that's it's, crazy. That that's why I asked what you'd be into because you be pulling from all pulling from all out of different areas. That's, that's very obs- that's very obscure, G. Like not, sure. that's, I know. <laughs> that's that's obscure, it. man. That's obscure. <laughs> I rock with the, I rock with the obscureness though, man. I rock with that. That's what's that's, up, man. That's the first I've ever heard anybody younger mention. I mean, I've only maybe heard one other person mention Putney's folks to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's an older guy, like at least in his like 60s, almost 70. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that movie came out. I think the movie came out in the 60s, like 69 or something. Yeah. Maybe a little early than that. But I can't, I found it. There was a uh, Louis C.K. was doing an interview and they were asking him about his show, like the show he had on, uh, what was it, HBO, wherever he had the show on? Because his mm-hmm. show was, if you ever watched it, it was really like, there were moments that just completely uh, jumped outside of reality. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, was real sur- it was real surreal at times. And he, he said that he never knew you could do that until when he was a kid, he saw Putney Swope. And it was like, this movie's weird. Like, they don't, they're not letting the, yeah. the boundaries of reality dictate Yes. How yeah. you can kind of make it, you can make it whatever you want to make it. And I was right. like, oh, what the fuck is Putney Swope? So that's what led me to go watch the movie. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is the greatest shit of all time. <laughs> so, yeah, I ain't, that's so crazy. That's so yeah. crazy. But that's a good way. That's, hey, man, we, we, hey, how many interviews have you done, man, thus far, man? Because this is about to be one for the books. I, hey, man, <laughs> we all look back on this years later. What? I wanna I wanna talk some more about just look scratch look here. Oh, so as a as a person <laughs> who has dabbled in, in in comedy and all that kind of stuff, I'm I also I, I'm I'm not a comedian, but I really love the the art of comedy and how X. I feel like they're the last we both you know truth tellers, you know. Yeah. Um give me your give me your 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 top three comics. Like top three Ooh, comics. Three. Like yes. Three, um, you know, I'm I'm of a certain era, so Chappelle's MJ for my era. True. Um, okay. And if Chappelle's MJ, Chris Rock is kind of like Magic Johnson, right? And mm. my third, my third is tough. I could I could probably better give you like a top eight, but if I had to break it down to three, probably Patrice O'Neill would be the third. Ooh, He'd be Patrice, probably my third favorite. Patrice is good. Patrice yeah. is good. Patrice I've been good. watching old. I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube just watching old Patrice G. Yes, just yes. watching yes. his takes on like relationships and like that's his best. It's his yes. take on yes. like relationships and men and women and it's just like yo, this man is out here just keeping it. Uh, just his role. He what did what did he do? He did the roast for like just. He, yeah, he's definitely probably my top five. Yeah, so. yeah. for sure. Yeah. I like I like Doug Stanhope is another one of my favorites. David Tell is one of my. I got some other. I like Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford, I think, is genius. So I got I like wow. a lot of shit. But if I had if I if I had to do three, if I had to do three, those those would be my three. Chappelle, like Rock, and Patrice like O'Neal for sure. Word yeah. up. Yeah, I think he's, Six and Stones is one of the best comedies of all time. Lot. Yeah, I'm the best set I've ever seen live was a Stanhope set where it was weird because like 
me and my homeboy, a bunch of us went because a bunch of uh, two of my homies opened for him. And I, I probably mm-hmm. laughed. It was an hour and a half set. I probably laughed maybe like twice mm-hmm. because the whole time I was just watching like, this is fucking brilliant. Like, damn, I couldn't. It wasn't even funny. I was yeah. just like, damn, this is too good. Bro. Like, I, I was. It was strange, man. Yeah. That's probably the best I've ever seen live with stand Them be the best comedies, G, when you just standing there and you just like, like I, I was talking about the Sticks and Stones joint, Dave Chappelle last joint. It was funny, but mostly I was just like this the whole time. Yeah, Damn, like that's, yeah. that's I like what Dave Chappelle so has evolved into. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. he used to do traditional yeah. stand-up, you know what I'm saying? But now he like a, a, a teacher. He like a storyteller he be telling you like he'll tell something at the beginning and then tell you this long story for 15 minutes that wraps around with what he said at the beginning you know what i'm saying yeah i'm like you know what bro i don't know another comedian that does that you know what i'm saying um but he was but he's evolved into that you know what i'm saying he had to go through like now he just be talking about his life and talking about yeah, his yeah. perspective, his point of view. You know what I'm saying? That's why comedy is the art form that it is. You know what I'm saying? It's very honest. It's very, yeah. um, you know what I'm saying? It makes you look at the world in a different way. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes you, it makes you honest in a sense, you know what I'm saying? Like the stuff you laugh because it's relatable. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that they say a lot of times don't be like so brand new of a thought, but they put it, they wrap it in a joke and wrap it up in a way that's like, yo, I never thought about it that way before. You know what I'm saying? Which Mm -hmm. like, these are all, all, jokes are all relatable. That's why it's funny. But right. your point of view is what makes it funny and your own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, I mess with the I mess with the art form of comedy too. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Absolutely. You used to be a uh, or you still do. Do you still do stand up? Uh, not really, man. I'm really kind of trying to like, at least in the live performance. Yeah. Arena blender two. Hmm. That's really like right. my 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 vision for what that looks like, you know. Um, there's an old kind of like a few people have done it, but there's a way to do it that I see, and I'm like, that's kind of where I want to sit. There's an old clip of Sandra Bernhard doing a uh, a show in L.A. in probably like 1982. If you can find it, it's on YouTube. It's just like it's like a pink background. It's kind of it looks very 1985 in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And she's just weaving seamlessly between doing songs and doing strokes, doing songs mm-hmm. and doing jokes. And so I can't say I'm, I'm still getting on stage doing stand-up, but the live performance aspect in, what is this, early 20, what is it, early 2021? When I come through Chicago, late 2020, uh, 2023, and y'all come through, you'll see what I'm, what I'm envisioning this look like. For true, sure. True. Okay. Hey, man. I, I like how you spoke that. Now, you know what? Come on. Let's honestly, let's just, let's do some 2021 predictions, man. Let's, you know, I don't want to. I feel you. I feel that. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. that. Because that'll definitely bring uh, it down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do yeah, yeah, Let's just do some 2021 predictions, man. And uh, yeah. Um, 
2021 is here. Uh, 2020 saw a lot of um, hip hop that was, I would say, was more getting shine from the underground. A lot of the big artists, I think, in 2020 wasn't popping. But you had, you know, if you look at the Grammy noms this year, it was Freddie Gibbs and Royce the Five Nine. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I mean, I, it, not they did Westside Gun Dirty though. They did Westside Gun Dirty. They did. Pray I'm trying to dirty. tell you. I'm trying to tell you. I they did understand did that. They did that man dirty, G. He was George Bondo album of 2020. He was George Bondo was the best best song that came out last year. George Bondo, easily the best song that came out last year. Hey, that whole easily. album is my joint, G. That's that's on my top five for the year. Pray for Paris. Bro. That joint on my top five of the year, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, I, I, I would say if if I was to make a prediction, I think that your 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 favorite guys, your mainstream guys this year that you know that favorites and whatnot, are probably gonna. I think that I think J Cole dropping this year. I'll say that. I think J Cole think is dropping course, this year as well. And yeah. I think that Drake is gonna try to make a run this year as well. Um, I'm tired of waiting on K Dot, Kendrick Lamar. If you listen to this, <laughs> hey man, won't. look, but I'm not, uh, hey K Dot, I am not tired. <laughs> I'm not waiting. Whenever you decide to drop, I will appreciate it however it comes. <laughs> Look, get that shit. Look, it's been since 20... <laughs> when did the damn drop? 2017 or 2016? When was that? Yeesh. When was uh, that? 2016. 2018? No. 2018 was Nipsey and uh, J. Cole and all that. 2017 was damn, I believe. Right. 2017 was damn. Yep. Uh, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music was 2017. Uh, Big Crit, the double album, uh, came Man, out. Man, that was 2017. Damn, was 2017. Yeah. Yeah. So his ass is due. We'll see what happens. Hey, man. I thought he was going to drop last year, but I know that there's a couple of artists that didn't drop because of the pandemic and they wanted a different experience. You know what I'm saying? At least I heard that from two artists. I can't even remember who it was. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we're going to get, you know, I think we're going to get some 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 popping albums this year, hopefully. Um, um, I know that J. Cole, and this is random. This is kind of random. But J. Cole, uh, you know, he made he did a post on Instagram about the fall off, right? And I thought the fall off was just his uh, order of, you know, him stopping rap and going into obscurity. You know what I'm saying? Just Mm -hmm. he about to fall off. He about to just stop. And he had this post where he had a list of things written down that he wanted to do. Do a bunch of features. And you know what I'm saying? So he's checking things off, right? And then the other day, I'm listening to uh, KOD, just randomly, in the car. I don't have a lot of CDs in the car. I'm normally listening to my phone, you know what I'm saying? But it was what was in the CD player. So I'm listening to it. And you know, the word, the, the album titles come up on my dash or whatever, right? And the last yeah. song, Whatever it's called, in parentheses, is intro to the fall off. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. and it connected for me. And I'm like, yo! Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you fire, oh. bro. You planning this whole yeah. thing out. You you been playing like when did KOD drop? You know what I'm saying? 28, 2018, bro. 2018, something like that. He been planning this move for a while. And I'm thinking intro to the fall off when the album came out. I'm thinking, I mean, okay, you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm thinking it's intro to how these kids not really rapping for real falling off. Mm-hmm. But it's to his mm-hmm. project, G. Yeah. It's intro. And so everybody that wanted that had something to say about that track, it was totally off anyway. They thought it was a diss, right? They thought it was a diss. It was it's in some way. Intro to a different, a whole nother project. That yeah. man raw, G. And that's what you want to see. Like now I'm going off on another tangent, but that's what you want to no, see. No, it's cool. We're artists, kicking it. Man. That's what I appreciate. That's real artistry. You really thinking about what you putting out. And you really thinking about, like, you putting thought into your art. And that is cool to me. That is very cool to me. And I like yeah. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, KOD, I mean, and it's not like he said something about it. It's not like he doing cra- uh, a lot of interviews or anything about it. Mm-hmm. He put the song out and a bunch of people tried to diss him back and never even said, gee, it's called Intro to the Fall Off. That's another whole project. He never even said that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That joint is crazy. But yeah, man. <laughs> I just went off on a whole tangent. No, you good. No, for real. What you, th- what you think, this Walt? Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, it's probably some stuff I'm interested in. I think I like JID a lot. So he's he probably like due okay. for another joint to come out. I'm a Frank Ocean head, so I'm 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 interested to see some Frank another Frank Ocean album. I don't know. Um uh, Yeah, man. Um uh, other than that, like I said, I'm I kinda got I'm trying to put together a bit of uh, a bit of a, a run too. So that's kind of really where my hey, head's at. But that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Right. To be real with you, yeah, man. That's that's yeah. that's that's who dropping, man. The Dolo Swope take dropping, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, man. Real. But yeah, man. If you, I tell you right now, if if you do, if you drop something else this year, you know what I'm saying. You you have our support. You know what I'm saying. Right. And uh, I appreciate you, that. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm interested. I'm I'm just interested in, in in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? As far as how you rap and all that, it's dope to me. Absolutely, I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, I man. appreciate but that big time, time. Next time you in Chicago, man, hit us up, man. You know, so I never even all my all my favorite rappers from Chicago. I ain't never even been out there, and I got to come out there. Yeah, uh, you come out here. We gonna kick it. Look at we we gonna take you on the beer scene. You know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna absolutely we gonna do our thing. Absolutely, watch gotcha. the world heal. For sure. Beers and bars, man. Beers and bars. Look, I'm done now. Yeah, I'm done though too. (laughs) Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks for having me on, fellas.